Should be there. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Spin Rack. I'm here with my boy, Petey. Say what's up, Petey. What's up? Hey, we are talking about Peacemaker episodes four and five. Oh, I don't know what to make about this, Petey. This is like John Cena's show, and he's, ah, I don't know what to say about this. What's your take on, on, on Peacemaker 4 so far right now? And um, Well, I mean, they just finished the assault on the, the butterflies. You know, we got a, a lot of wacky stuff in that episode. Um, you do better, what? huh? It's called the Chode Less Traveled. <laughs> the name is oh Chode Less Traveled. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you. you give the overview of this. Okay, so um, what happened is that, um, so in that episode, what happened is that they, um, the, 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 the father of um, a peacemaker, basically, they try to see if they can shut him up. Well, one of the characters, she tries to see if she can shut up the peacemaker by sending the, the vigilante in to, to kill his father, right? But it, it backfires because what happens, the father then is like, wait a second, you know, I've been trying to figure out, I figured out it was you, but I think it's my son who's doing it. And basically he's trying to get everybody to know that it was the son who-, who, um, who But he won't snitch. He won't snitch. But well, we know that now that the, the, the vigilante, even though he's extra nerdy, is a great fighter, right? He's a great fighter, you know, but the, the vigilante, and we talked about this before that we're used to him, he's just but wild crazy. He's a fighter, but he's nuts. He's like this, there's like levels of, uh, of thought. He thinks he's good friends with Peacekeeper and Peacekeeper didn't even realize they were friends. Peacemaker. Peacemaker, excuse me, Peacemaker, you know, that they, that they were friends. And you're like, Yo, what, are you, what are you talking about? You know, he knows that they, they grew up in the same area and stuff like that. Great fighter, but He's a nutcase, you know, and all it took was a little bit for Abadayo to just say, hey, if we got rid of this problem with the father, that everything will be okay, you know, and it's like, they just came, the one thing about this show that drives me nuts, as good and as bad as that, you know, is that it, they, they constantly, whatever the right thing is to do, they, 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 they bumble into the wrong thing every single time, like framing his father for, for, for um, putting his prints on stuff, putting the, the registration for the car, so when the cops come looking for him, they pick up the father. Who is what the White Dragon? He's head of a of a, of a militant uh, racist group or whatever. And it, but it's also cool that interesting that you know we have crazy family members and his family members is a straight out racist. Everybody knows they calls it out, but it's still his father. And so he has mixed feelings about him from um, from when he was growing up with his father and just his father clearly not even loving him, liking him, and treating him like like dirt to some degree to quite a few degrees. You know, so it's a, it's a very interesting thing. But in this episode, we have, you know, Adrian Chase, you know, he's out there trying, like I said, trying to go after the father, but in doing so, um, he kicks people's butt, but the father knows who he is. He knows, he, the first thing he thinks about is his son. But we all know his son isn't that bright, you know. Uh, he's like a guy who, who just falls into the, is it right places or the wrong places? Mm-hmm. You know, so I don't know. Well, I think one thing we got to deal with this because a character is a character. If you are a dark person, say I am a whatever I am, right? I am a, a goody two shoes. That doesn't mean that the problem is what they have is like TV decides they have to apologize for these characters. So it's like it's like karma. Like TV likes to play with karma. So the idea that um, you know, this character is going through this stuff is because of all the stuff he's done as far to um, Peacemaker, which I'm not really for. I'm not into, 
like karma type of thing in these TV shows to have this guy pay for this stuff because, oh, it's funny, look at him, he's in jail. But the, and it being in jail shows you how powerful this guy can be. We already know everything that he can do. It He can make spatial, he can make quantum, like, like level, spatial, like, to, like expand stuff spatially to put stuff in his, like, closet. Who knows what he has in jail, right? He could have that sort of setup while he's in jail. So it's going to set up to where you get to see maybe do something cool in jail. But right now we're seeing this racist get his comeuppance, which is people like, yeah, give it to him. But it was like a really bad sort of play in my mind because it's like, no, this is a character. This is a character we need to deal with. And if he's a criminal, let's not push him to be now he's going to go against them because of all the dumb stuff that they did. So that's what I was kind of iffy on, on that stuff. I mean, and, and I agree with you. And you, you make a, a lot of points there, but you know, you're saying it's a character, he's not going to be a popular character. So, I mean, this is one of the things that James Gunn is like. He's, he's writing the characters. So we have the Marvel Guardians of the Galaxy. You're not going to be able to do this type of stuff. DC is giving him the ability with the Suicide Squad, the Peacemaker, to expand upon this whole universe, you know, to be more gritty. Of course, with DC always trying to show, hey, we, we, we're, we're the more mature um, channel, you know, we're willing to do things against convention. And this is what you have here. You know, the main character's parent is the biggest is a racist straight up, right? And people are like, oh my gosh, we can't even deal with this. But then some people have to say, wait, wait a second, we do have people who have pretty um, old views, wrong views to begin with. So I'm not, I'm not making any excuses for it. But the character, we start looking into him and start saying, hey, he's not as bad as we initially thought. You know what I'm trying to say? He's misguided. And so um, we start looking at him a little differently and saying, hey, you know, probably he's not that bad. He, he's trying to do good, but, you know, he just goes off on the wrong track. Um, what was that comment they said at the beginning of the series? That he's the character who... Um, what did he say? He said the character, he's the character that he, he's so good for, he wants peace that he'll kill for it, basically. Mm -hmm. He's like, wait a second, that defeats the whole purpose, right? Yeah. You know, so that's... Well, I mean, it's a, it's a funny sort of tagline. And I think the other part, the thing that I, you know, I mean, obviously you're just supposed to be going into it and having fun. Like, this is what the show is about. It's just like, you're supposed to turn your brain off and just let it, let the fun happen. But then it's like stuff that we don't understand, like because he's like we know that Peacemaker has captured a um, um, a butterfly and he has it on with him like another pet with Eagly, but then at the same time we get to see what we knew was the truth. We get one of the team is a butterfly, so it's like like um, like are they bad or are they good? And that would lead to the next. But before we get to the next episode. We we're also, in the next episode. You're talking about the next episode. That was no, no, no. Remember, because remember, we're at the end of four. Okay, yeah. Okay. The big reveal. So, but even getting into that, the whole father and son dynamic. This is one of the problems I had with the Suicide Squad was that they were taking Bloodsport, and they were get, taking his backstory to give him a daughter instead of having a brother that was um, like um, took his place and basically was became a paraplegic instead of blood sport. So they kind of, which I knew they were gonna do, they kind of extracted some of that stuff that blood sports background and just had the two brothers type of deal in here. So, and they try to give you something so you could feel sorry for, 
for a peacemaker that him and his brother was pushed up and the brother may be a little bit better taking direction and but and all these bad events that the father had set up so you get to see that they really had a trying trying childhood and at the same time this means that's how we lost the brother but at the same time this is something that um peacemaker never measured up to what how his brother was and that's the dynamic you know it's not the same as bloodsport in the comics they kind of took that brother dynamic and kind of used it in their own way and they kind of softened it where ultimately if you're going to steal it like take the whole thing like take the fact that what's name is the best at what he does and you find out that ultimately when it came down to it the brother is the one that was the real hero and not um because in, in the blood sports story it's about him running around saying me and mickey got our cans blown off in nam and this is it because you're going around there and then jimmy olsen's like clearly Bloodsport's can hasn't been blown off so there's got to be a story here because he's, he's nuts right so it's like that's one thing which is an interesting story where this is like he's living with the shame that his brother's gone but his brother he has to live up to his brother's memory that sort of thing so i they softened it a lot and that's why i kind of but these are like heavy things in this light sort of um story that i don't think people even care about because i think we get to do is there anything else in episode four you want to talk about i mean yeah i mean i think you you definitely hit on something with the with the brother there and but again that's what i was saying before that it, because of those type of things you're making he's a character that you start saying hey this guy is not as bad as we think this guy is is much better and um but let's talk about judo master you know the very oh yeah 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 we saw that this guy bound up <laughs> what the hell do you expect was going to happen you know yes that's gonna the thing. Come out and yeah. kick people's butt you know i you know we saw the, the the opening dance sequence and we saw judo master in there and of course we haven't seen him for the first what three episodes and but i think the third episode we saw him we're like what's going on with this character now we're seeing that somehow they're going to turn him or, or he's going to become and and let's get back a little bit like who are the butterflies and what they're doing there because i think it's going to be turning out like you said about Mern, you know these butterflies is much more complicated. I don't think it's simple that these guys are, are just straight up bad trying to take over the world or whatever. Probably some of them are, but we don't know so far. But we have Mern, who we know is a butterfly, has a butterfly in him, you know, um, and he works for 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 Walder. Do you think Walder knows? I mean, she's probably one of the smartest people around, you know. This small off the books look thing that they're doing, and he's actually trying to kill other butterflies. So it's just like a false flag. Hey, I'll kill a couple, but keep everybody else alive. Or is, I hate the other butterflies and I gotta knock them off. Or a different species. So it's, it's a lot of different things going on that you're not sure what's how to how to look into this and stuff like that. We also so, see the hardcore starting to warm up to him. You know, as time is going on. Uh, I do wasn't not, expecting that, but of course. Stop it! Stop. Well, we go back to Judo Master. The fact that Judo Master says the butterflies aren't what you think. Right. Right. And then we get to the net, but he gets it seemingly he got he was killed, but he um you know at the same time you see them uh, was it in this episode where they kind of hook him up to an IV and whatnot and he's like oh he's still alive right but he lets this thing out we know what's the name so we know the direction the story's going at the butterfly even though we got the trick ending at the end where we see one of the teammates is the one we knew was a butterfly this is a butterfly um you know going in there they're saying it's not that as bad as what it seems 
we get to the next episode, it's an all-out assault on the butterflies. Oh, my gosh, yeah. That one, that episode, what they call that Monkey Dory. Yeah. Like, where are they getting these names? <laughs> you know? But, uh, yeah, that was a whole out of salt. They went in there, and his um, the peacemaker went to his father's house and grabbed a whole bunch of helmets. And that's another thing. Probably you can give me a bit more on this, but these elements all have different powers. So the one that he grabs is x-ray vision, so he can see what's inside people's heads and stuff like that. And that's how he knows that there are butterflies there, right? And so... Um, they go into the office to to to, to this um this facility that's making I guess goo for possible goo for the butterflies and when they go in there they see um they're supposed to just ask questions but he starts just blowing people away because he's like yo I can see in their head boom butterflies but he like, has one why is he blowing them away yeah and it's like a matrix thing it's like it's hey like, you're I'm one of them blow blow yeah I'll kill everything else but my own pet that's what I'm trying to say he has this warped sense of um. Uh, what's going on? Because probably he is he trying to figure it out. He's not telling anybody that he has a butterfly at home. He's feeding it honey or something like that. You know, it, it, it's crazy. But so, I mean, this. this sorry, you go. But it's kind of crazy. They go through the whole fighting scene, which is what I like. It was the action is pretty cool. I, DC HBO Max has done a great job with the action scenes. But then you have they go fight the gorilla, and that's where and probably you would know a little bit better. You know, it's like a, a, a sentient gorilla. You know, I don't know if the butterfly did it or the gorilla was already smart to begin with. They said at the end it was a butterfly. Oh, so it was a butterfly. That did I it. thought it was gorilla garage. Oh, I immediately, yeah, every time I see a gorilla, I think gorilla garage. It's like, no, it was a butterfly taking over. Eh? But they can talk. Thinking, I was thinking gorilla garage. I was thinking one of the gorillas from Gorilla City. You know, oh, okay. possibly yeah. one of them that they, they 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 brought him in and stuff like that. Like, yeah, yeah. but. Yeah, he was kidding. Remember when they got locked in there and people were like, oh, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? But they, that's the thing. Ultimately, the hard part about these shows, and you can see it in a lot of superhero things, like, say if you got tossed around, like like The Revenant, like, you get tossed around by a bear, you should basically be mauled and finished. And they're like, this is a TV show. We can toss you against the wall and you can still survive. Not just Peacemaker, all the other human characters, Hard Case, the the, the other guy, that sort of thing. So, but I mean, it, I think it's in, in, in comics now, they're treating people like animation. Like, yo, you're like uh, yeah. uh, Bugs Bunny, you can like bound you out so many yeah. times, right? That's what they're treating people they lost, like now. <laughs> they lost the whole angle when people used to get upset about this sort of action, and now it's like, don't do anything too real in reality thing, like in dramas, in in comic book stuff, like cut people's heads off, do whatever you want, put the cut the heads off and put it back on. That violence is just cartoon violence. When did people get that? And when did everyone get to notice that it was okay to just do whatever you want? But yeah. But you know, I think that's probably one of the things that are stopping us. If there's, there's, a, there's probably a dissension like in outer space and they probably seen these things that were beaming out the space. Oh my gosh, these freaking humans are crazy. They're four times strong. They can throw each other against the wall. They they fight zombies and fight superheroes. That's a, that <laughs> was a that was a fantastic four thing in their second issue to defeat the scrolls. Um, Reed comes with the comic book and says, um, scrolls, this is what you get to this is what you have to deal with if you come back to Earth. <laughs> and they bought it. But it's like they, you know, they, they were a company that's really trying to um trying to make it. You could really see they were doing different weird things. So 
Yeah, but going back to this, yeah, you have the camera. This is what everyone, every every studio producer wants. Every studio producer wants people to be like, wow, they're they're joking around and having fun, and hardcore takes a picture of a selfie of them. They're texting to each other. They're having all this camaraderie, that sort of thing. I did not want the gorilla to get it. I was like, I want, I like eagerly. I like, um, well, I don't like the nerdy side of um, of um, vigilante, but I like vigilante when he's just doing the action, and um, and then of course I like the gorilla. But uh, ultimately, whenever you do that, it's just like King Kong. It's like you can't introduce those type of characters. You immediately think of, I want this guy to win. I don't want him to lose. You know, look, I, I have a problem with that in that for you, I know for me, Vigilante was one of my favorite characters when the comic came out and stuff like that. But when we're talking about him now, it's like, ah, oh, he just like makes me cringe. Like, oh, I do love his, I do love his, um, his, his, um, his outfit. I do love, you know, his fighting style, but it's like, ah, oh, this is not Adrian Chase. But then when you see Adrian Chase in the CW, he's just so serious and so, you know, but I mean, but look, I get James Gunn what he's doing. You know, I like the fact that he's also doing the whole 80s, 80s music, um, um, hair, battle ballad um, stuff. It's a lot of 80s music. And I'm like, wow, rock. I remember some of those songs. I, I, I didn't listen to them, but I remember some of my friends uh, or people that I was associated with listened to some of those things. And I'm like, they're so frigging, uh, you know, I, I still can't believe people even remember that. Like some of those songs, I, I, it just blew me away. Yeah, you know? some... Well, again, I guess it works for those. I guess it works for for those that his sort of character to have those. But it's sort perfect. Of That's exactly is exactly perfect. I was talking to a friend who listened to that, and he's like, "Yeah, we heard. I used to play that all the time." And I'm like, "What? Are you but, freaking for real?" But isn't there like for us to Cena? I guess no. I guess it, it works for Cena, his age. I guess it could still work for him. So yeah. Yeah, it works for Cena. It, it, it's totally in character, you know. And you know, again, someone listening really to that, we got Ian, Ian from London, watching later, and we got we got Dan from Australia. Hey, Ian. Hi, Dan. <laughs> Thanks, so, guys. I, <laughs> like I said, I would not have expected that in the music, but hey, that's that's great. And the John Cena thing, I think one of the reasons this show is successful, and this is, and we only get the numbers from HBO Max. We're not one hundred percent sure, but they're telling us it's successful. Is <laughs> I think John Cena and the whole setup, because think about it, Suicide Squad didn't do that well, right? Yeah, yeah. But I think they were, they were giving them a break because of um, the COVID, the stuff, that sort of thing. And we said, and look, remember we said, I didn't think seeing the, the trailer that I would even watch this, but like I said, it's like a, 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 a what do you call it? A, a, a train, a runaway train. And you're like, how is this going to end? I'm just not sure. Is it going to be, in? it's like, oh, I got to keep on watching. And then it's like, no, oh, I can't. You know, so it's like, oh, I'm dying. I'm dying here. Um, but um, what was it? What was the other thing? Um, that The hard part, see, the problem with it is I'm being serious about like a, um, it's a, they have so many heavy things in this, but then it's a cartoon at the same time. So they're trying to have the psycholo 80 psychological stuff in there. But at the same time, it's a cartoon. So when I complain about, okay, um, like um, cut with a beard, a colored beard guy, that dude. Oh yeah, Economos, Economos. 
Yeah, he set, he set up what's the name? <laughs> his father, but at the same time, um, was it uh, Leota? She's like saying, "Hey, don't don't insult him." It's like, what what does it matter? He like he just sent his father to jail. Like he did the dumbest thing ever. He could have said, he said they they had the whole gag. They hold a gag. You can name that one: Michael Jordan, Mike Tyson. This like, it was a it was like a it was a Spike Lee scene. How Spike Lee should do it, not someone talking to camera. Have those persons say the lines to the person and like go on as long as you want. That sort of thing. So, but he but seen it was a peacemaker is a freaking bully. Okay, picking on poor Econos. He was picking on him. He, he has a right on, to pick on no, him right now. Yes, but he was picking on yes, him before. right now. He said it. That's it. Just stop right there. Right now. You said right now. <laughs> no, I was saying before. Before that happened, you know what I'm trying to say? Remember the very beginning says, hey, I know I didn't do it. I think it was the first or second episode. It wasn't me. You know, it wasn't Abadio. You know, it wasn't Mern. It has to be the guy. He's the traitor, the, the guy who, um, he kind of, because he painted his beard. But we'll come to find out it was him and that girl. He had given away the, while he was brushing his teeth, she was reading his, um, the secret secret thing about the the, the, the butterflies. Yeah. We'll come and talk about it. Come on. You know, that's what I just didn't like, I didn't like, um, I didn't like that she was giving him a lecture because that was more for the audience to say, hey, when this person's insulting and he's calling, you know, he called him the sugar breast so to cut that part out for you, right? He's saying that stuff is like saying, trying to talk him out of being the way he is. When it's like, this is a character, right? You're not going to fix everything in this whole episode where he turns into somebody that's going to be an upstanding person and especially not telling him to stop acting this way to the person who put his father in jail just because he thought it was funny. I don't know. Hey, what about that whole thing with the folder that Abadayo put in his in his house, the, um, the diary? Walter mm-hmm. had it. Like, what the heck is that? I mean, I was thinking, is it going to be incriminating? That's the only thing I can think of. You're setting him up to take the fall or something, but why would it... Unless, well, you, unless you already had a diary, if, is that his diary or is that like... Yeah, I don't remember the, that thing. I don't remember where he first, where it first showed up. So yeah. I'm not sure where it's going to play out. But um, I thought when they got back, because he had the invisible, like, all right, he's going to figure that he, someone's going to, he's going to walk in, joke around, putting on the thing and see, oh, no, that guy's this. He said, but that wasn't the time, right time in the story. So they're like, what? I was like, no, she's not. Why is she going back to the office? Oh, no, they're going to do it here. And they're like, there's no reason for her to be alive now. She should have something in her head. <laughs> she should be gone. Nope, we can't. Cause they're, they're bulletproof. You have to make sure your characters are not bulletproof. Well, I mean, she just started, and she's what the niece of Walder. Yeah, something. She's actually possibly what Walder 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 should look like, right? Because if you look in the comic books, she was heavy set. Right. And this, I think, Reza right now, I think she she might have had a kid or something like that. She's a little bit heavier than when she was on uh, Orange is the New Black. But as far as quality and talent and roles, she could have been the real, uh, instead of everyone they, they switched for, was it um, Angela Bassett, all these other people that are, you know, either in, in, in great shape in comparison to the Waller from the comic books, who was basically DC's Nick Fury. What's the name? The guy, the guy who was in What's the Name was not the Nick Fury, the real Nick Fury. The person who tells off all of the I mean, other L. Jackson, you mean? No, no, no. I'm talking about in the who's the guy who's in uh, Secret um, Suicide Squad. 
Um, it was Walder's Suicide Squad. Walder's no, but there was also hit the guy who worked, who was on the, damn it, who who, um, who gets killed by Peacemaker. Oh, um, 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 Flag. Um, flag, um, yes. Flag, Everyone yeah, looks flag. at Flag as sort of like DC's that, but no, like um, um, Waller, even though like Nick Fury is a man of action, but at the same time, most of the time he comes in and kind of slips in and gives people, you know, hey, Fantastic Four, we need help. Hey, you're in the wrong place, that sort of thing. And Waller was kind of like that, where she's like, <laughs> like Batman, that's it. We've had it out of you. Or well, maybe that she's the more the Glyrich. Sorry, I have to correct myself. She's the the Henry Glyrich of the DC universe, which was basically the Jim Shooter of the thank you, <laughs> Sarge Steel. <laughs> well, you know, I, you think I always think of her of as um, what's the guy who was who was building the Sentinels and the um, the Sentinels and oh, oh, what's the name the oh, you mean the comic book the yeah, no, the movie the movie. Um, so I mean, it's like for her, it's like not the movie, the comic books. Like the the dude, I forgot the name of the, the scientist. That the whole point is that he was going to kill all the mutants no matter what. Bolo Trash. You talking about Bolo Trash, and he was and also so he in everything. Nothing to stop. And I think of her the same way. I mean, she's just like cold. Nick Fury at least seems to be a nice guy. Yes, he has spies and agents working for him. But Waller, there is no. Everybody understands. She will cut you down no matter what to get the task done. You know, remember she's putting things in people's brains to explode them if they don't follow, if they don't complete the task, right? Yeah. Not somebody's yeah. like, hey, you know, that's okay. You're gonna be on our airship helicopter. You're nice and cool. No, she's out to. You do it or you're dead. Simple as that. And Rick Flagg, he died. We worked for, her, and I don't think she shed a tear. Oh, you know. So that's that's it there. But hey, there's another thing we're missing is Detective Song, who I think is doing a great job. You know. Um, she finally speaks to Peacemaker's pops, right? In jail. Yeah. He's like, it's not me, it's my son. You guys got the wrong person and stuff like that. And of course, she thinks he's full of crap, especially after he's calling her all kinds of names and stuff like that. But she's a serious detective, her and, and, and her partner. So she's like, she gets a, the fingerprints of his blown up. They take a look at the fingerprints on, on, on file and they realize they don't match. But yeah. yet, when they go back to say, hey, this guy probably should get out or whatever, it says, it gets thrown out because Mern's buddy, who is, uh, um, I think he's a butterfly, right? Mern's buddy is a butterfly. He comes in and becomes a new head of police, chief of police or whatever, replaces the old one. And now he's running the show. And he's like, yeah, he's guilty. We're not even gonna look at it anymore. I thought that was pretty fascinating if that's Mern or Waller that they were doing there. And the detective, like I said, I think she's, she's doing a great job there. Well, I mean, it only it only hurts. I mean, it only builds, I mean, is it, was it? Um... It only sets up more story because he's got a whole network in jail. Oh, yeah. So it's not taking away from him. So, um, so where are you at? Are you in the period of really enjoying it? I'm in there, train wreck. <laughs> it's like, you know, it's like a train wreck or, but then I'm like this, like I said, I like the story with Song and the, fa and the father. I like the fact the father feels you know, him in the whole deep state, deep state thing and the injustice, it's, it's crazy. You know, he just got out of jail and he, he feels like, you know, they're, they're trying to screw me. He's being screwed, we know that, yeah. you know? And they're like, ah, keep him in there. He's a bigot, let him, let him just rot. That's <laughs> the thing, like, that's the thing. It's like, you mean- <laughs> That is the craziest part, you know? So 
it's it's just the, the whole play. And John Cena being the the, the complete, I don't say that he's just a, the guy who doesn't know really what's going on, you know, but he's doing what he thinks he has to do. And, you know, the team is gelling. I mean, this is the same thing in the Guardians of the Galaxy. The team fights, you know, you have Rocket Raccoon fighting with um, <clears throat> Star-Lord about who's in command of the ship. Stop it. Don't no, they, everybody wants everybody wants uh Mr. James Gunn, bro. Hardcore to get together. <laughs> I didn't say that. I'm just he saying. said it. They, they, we got Dan and I am saying that they want them to get together. <laughs> hey, I think it's it's being telegraphed. I think eventually she's gonna warm up. Wasn't she the one who did the chat group? What was the chat group? The eleventh. Yes, yes, she's the one. She's the one who did get it. The picture. I'm like, wait a second. You're supposed to be on a on a on a on a um a kill mission. <laughs> you know, yes. you're not supposed to be taking yes. pictures, dude. Yes. What are you doing? Yeah, she the last person that should be doing that. That's one the thing of comedy and this heavy psychological thing at the same time. So it's really it's, it's um I don't know. It's like it's one of those things where you know it is what you were describing. It's something that definitely watchable. But it's just kind of wacky. But I'm in it for the bird. I'm in it for the bird, man. I'm here for the bird. When they when I saw at the first episode oh, when, they, when they're doing the jokes eagerly and they, they cut to the bird and the bird is laughing at the jokes, I lost it. So eagerly yeah, kind of kills it every time. But um Eagly right. is crazy, is that you know you you're right about Eagly is that it's like I like the fact that when he's sad, he brings <laughs> He goes gets a yeah, possible. He did it again. Yes, yes. I'm like, dude, I'm human. I don't eat that. <laughs> yeah. But I, that thing is ultimately I would be surprised that he didn't because, you know, and he's like this sort of um, you know, this um, redneck type of father. This probably they probably get some some gamey type of meat out there. So but anyway. Um I guess we're I guess we're stuck, but we have Leota, she's a... She's uh she's in trouble right now. Ultimately, she shouldn't make it out, but I mean, she's still. I can go to IMDb and see if she makes it out of the season. Of course, she's gonna make it out. Of the season. <laughs> I, I don't think there's a question. She needs a butterfly in her head, and they need to, you know, they have to kill. They have to go through the. She can't be bulletproof. You gotta have. You gotta have her go through it. I mean, technically, no one should be bulletproof. Technically. Yes. John, uh, um, Peacemaker, we thought he wasn't bulletproof, right? And he seemed to have his own series, right? Yeah. We yeah, thought he died, yeah, but he well, got shot by Bloodsport. We thought it was a wrap, you know? Yeah. And yeah. so, hey, let's talk about, uh, if we're done with this, I just want to go on, because they're talking about John James Gunn also doing another series based off of the whole Suicide Squad situation. Another, what, a series of a Suicide Squad? Another or a series? series, like, I guess like this, taking one of the characters from there and then turning him in, into the... Um, Series. I think the ep- I think it came out in Variety or something like that, where you're like, wait a second, they're gonna do another suicide. Um, yeah, they're saying that James Gunn's Peacemaker becomes DCEU's highest rated project again. Highest rated? I don't know in terms of quality <laughs> or is it in terms of um, in terms of what? I'm just trying to see if I can find the story here. Uh, yeah, they said it's in Deadline actually. I think I shot that to you before. You know, one Buying a second spinoff. Yeah, I mean, dude, it's interesting. So who would it be? It's not going to be with, clearly it's not going to be with Harley Quinn. It's not going to be with um, Idris uh, Bloodsport. It's not going to be um, 
you know, but they haven't really said, but I can't imagine it being someone like definitely. I'm freaked out if they do the rat girl. So let's not do that one. Yeah, that one. Don't do the Brainiac guy. I'm pulling this guy up for a second. So that's not, we don't want any notifications. We don't need no notification. Well, that's the thing. Um, Flag comeback. I still have no idea why they killed Rick Flag, man. What's the actor's name? Kinnaman or something like that? He's great. He's like, always getting killed off in his shows for some odd reason. He, he, he is, I mean, like, he can be a smoked out sort of character. He's done that a couple times. But he can be a leading man, a politician. He's, I've seen him do everything, you know? Yeah, he's like, a, he's got a superhero build. And it's just like, he's like, well, he's not, I guess, I mean, I guess he'd be in the, in the Thor realm type of deal. But it's like, Hollywood isn't ready to make him like a huge star. They're keeping him, keeping him money rolling, but they're not ready to say, you know what? Give me that guy from this thing. Yeah, Can't I, say I, anything, but it's connected. It's connected to this universe. Wasn't I don't he think amazing? it'll be the same genre as Peacemaker. It won't be as much comedy as Peacemaker, but it'll be in the same. Uh oh, maybe it sounds like it's going to be something serious. How much more serious is he? Does he want to get? Well, I mean, he likes the psychological stuff. Who's left? Let's look at the picture again. Yeah. Will Smith. No, Will Smith is not going back to TV. No, he's not um, oh, man. We got Crazy Quilt. We got um, Harley. It's, you know, what's the name of not doing TV? I'm not sure who Mac else. Girl. I don't know who else it could be. Maybe it's just going to be the note. It said the same universe. So that can mean that he's taking another villain and playing with it. That's true. I mean, it would make sense to bring someone in who, the good thing about the peacekeeper is that, the peacemaker is that you have um, the ability to do many different characters. I mean, he, I mean, that characters, his backstory is not that well known. It's not written in stone. You can change things up, you know, and you can bring other characters in. So I think he's going to have to go with a minor character. But that's what I'm saying. I'm not sure else who else to do because you're talking about uh, I mean, the top ones, Harley Quinn, Rick Flag, um, Bloodsport, those are the big ones. You're not going to be bringing those guys back. Then you got the Rat Girl. You got the guy with the, uh, with the, 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 the polka dot powers. Is he dead? No. You know, the guy who, who, who does like the, the matter transmutation stuff. He wasn't really an interesting character. The Shark, King Shark was interesting, but he seems to be straight up comedy, if you ask me. Yeah, I think, but that's the thing. If, they, I mean, if they were to do King Shark, they have a window to do what the Incredible Hulk comic books were in the um, in the seventies, in the way the TV show was. They could do like this tragic sort of character, but at the same time, because the whole comic book at times is just like the Tasmanian cartoon, but sometimes the Hulk is there, but he's not always the He's the, he leads the story, but he's not always the lead. He kind of jumps into, like the Hulk stories in the 70s where he would just jump into this sort of thing. Oh, say Captain. Captain Boomerang would be an idea, but he didn't they kill him. They can bring everybody, they already said they could bring anybody back. Doesn't they? <laughs> I mean, the only thing like I said, they have Rat Catcher. Um, I'm just looking at some of the people they have here. They have. 
Captain Boomerang, you're right. Did he survive? I'm not sure if he survived the last movie. But he, that's the thing. They already showed you that something could... They brought back the, the weasel character at the end. Ugh, please not the weasel character. <laughs> you know, so every, uh, the door is open for everything. Yeah, I guess that's going to have to be something, especially if you want to make it more serious. You got to break, you got to ground it into somebody who you can believe. And like, if you do Rick Flag, that's somebody I think you can definitely take it in a more serious manner. You know, if you're going to be like, hey, I want to do these type of serious show, these type of serious things. But I don't know, man. It's, uh, it's up in the air. But again, I just have to just go back to it and just saying, like, wow, is it really that popular? I mean, is it, if it is, you know, I got to give it to Cena because Cena brought all those people over from the WWE. You know who who clearly didn't go out for the movie, but came in for this, right? It's like the Spider-Man fans. Oh, you're you know, saying that his sort of um his well, I mean, he's had other movies. You think that his calling from that sort of thing has has built his fan base? I think Cena has a strong fan base. They will come out to it, and the TV where you would have, um, you know, the TV show. I think the last movie made like six, seven hundred million. The first one, this one didn't do that much. They claim boxes, but I mean, we also have to realize it is the pandemic it didn't do anywhere near as well and but here him being the main character there are characters who like him you know who who like that blue collar you know worker um you know wwe guy you know he's a fun hero and 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 that's what you like you know so i i think that's a a definite uh a plus and that's not a knock that look the rock has a huge fan base right but the rock Uh, has been cultivating his star for a long time and there was a drop off and the next thing you know he went and shot through the roof now obviously looking at um john cena's imdb he's got three main things happening right now which is like look at this he got like a good we got like six things happening you know, so he's got a lot of stuff. I mean, well, I saw Vacation, Vacation Friends, which was fun. Um, he's, he stick, keeps his toe in the WWE, Fast 9. He's, yeah, he's, I mean, that's the thing. They've been cultivating his star for a while. So, um, you know, it should, oh, yeah, it was in Bumblebee. That's, I, I should have remembered that. But, yeah, it seems like he hasn't taken where it's blown up, but he definitely, you know, working in this probably say he's the guy now. <laughs> he he's definitely the guy, but they were he's definitely getting some decent things. Um, more so than my guy from once and I was just talking about. Um, let's go to before we leave here, I'm gonna go for the Rick flag. So of, just to give you a heads up, I'm just looking at this thing called the numbers, which gives you numbers on box office. As a leading man, he's been he's brought in about half a billion dollars worth of revenue as a leading man in all the movies he's done. Okay, there's been like eleven movies. As a supporting role, he's done like eight, he's done like six movies and he's made like almost $800 million. He's been in movies that made over $800 million. Yeah. Um, and as an ensemble member, he's been in five, like the Suicide Squad, and that's bringing like $1.5 billion. So altogether, you're talking about he's been involved in movies that have brought in over $2 billion, you know? So this is not almost close to three. So he may not have the, the individually the amount of money that, that The Rock is doing, but he's definitely attaching himself to projects that bring in something so you know. so that then that leads to say that you guys you and um dan are saying that there's no way we could have gotten uh, a kinnaman show with from the spinning off we had to go with john cena first 
<laughs> we couldn't get my guy Colonel Rick Flag to get his own show first. It had to be from his success, Cena's success. That's what you guys are leaving with. All right, whatever, guys. <laughs> you know, he just likes doing movies. Look, I we saw him in. I, I watched Hannah. Right, he gets killed off there. <laughs> Hannah went three seasons. I think he got killed off in the first season. He got killed off in um. Oh God, there was this, this this show on Netflix where he would switch bodies. You know, um, let me see what it's called. Altered he Carbon. Kept him in he, that thing. He died in Altered Carbon. You know, what I'm trying to say he died in suicide. But he was a killer um, um, politician, even though he didn't win in there. Yeah. All right. So you're going. That's your thread. You're going with that. All right. We we got to close off this episode, right? We're done now. That's what you're trying to say that he's not—he's not the box office thing. All right. I'm not saying that. I'm not, not saying anything. But I'm just saying for some odd reason, the poor dude keeps getting knocked off. I yeah. like him. I like some of his stuff. Some of the stuff that he's See Informer. Go and see Informer. Okay, I'll check that out. But overall, look. So let's get down to the nitty gritty. Overall, Man, stop laughing. Over- he's laughing. I think he's laughing at me. But anyway, said, all right. Overall. Are you going to continue watching Peace? Oh, yeah, obviously. I'm having some enjoyment, even though I'm, I'm complaining left and right. Cringing. cringing. People are going to say, I, I talked to a friend of mine. They're like, why are you watching that? I said, ah, oh, man, I know. Oh, like- no, I'm on a text group. I can just, I can point out to you. They I, I, I they just, never the show goes up. Another, Emmy, they said Emmy, the last one. So, oh, wow. So, I'm um, yeah, so I mean, yeah, we'll be back and talking about this. But this was our first international episode. <laughs> Thank, <laughs> Thank you all for listening. Being with us. Yeah, if you like what you see, give us a thumbs up, comment, subscribe. Spin rack. Out. Hold on, I got to stop the recording. I'm doing it the wrong way. So you're seeing.